It's time for the Power Hour of Love, starring Charbol and El Bandito. Welcome to the fiesta. Hey everybody, welcome to the Power Hour of Love, starring Charbol and... El Bandito. How's it going, El Bandito? Ooh, I'm doing better than ever, senor. How about yourself? Pretty good, man. You know, this is a little bit of a weird feeling, man. Usually, like, you know, I'd be like lounging out on the beach right now, but you know, <laughs> it's kind of nice, you know, being back here with you for the second week in a row on our new weekly time block. Oh, well, you better get used to it because we're doing it for the rest of the year. Oh, yeah, man. I can't be more excited, man. <laughs> I am. So, I am. I'm really stoked, man. We got a lot of cool stuff to share with people, but, man, I'm a little worried this weekend there's a very unlucky day coming. Yeah, tomorrow's uh, not looking good, so oh. you'll only have about an hour of safety left before you better lock your doors, get under your covers, cuddle up with someone you know close to you and hopefully kind of sexy and super good looking. There you go, man. And good thing it's not like one of those summer camp months because <laughs> it's Friday the 13th. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember last year when, you know, it wasn't Friday the 13th, but it was our 13th episode. Mm -hmm. And you had me play that classic video <laughs> game. And yeah. I, and I was kicking ass. Hell yeah, man. You were surprisingly good at that game. You know, when uh, Friday the 13th rolls around, you might have to do a, a recap on that and have me... <laughs> oh, but actually, you know, come to think of it, I think by the time the next Friday the 13th rolls around, the new game will be out. Ooh, and not only that, but the next Friday the 13th this year uh -huh. is going to be in October. Oh, man. <laughs> Talk about, you know, putting some real scare all into one month, you know? Yeah, so we'll be able to get the new game together, and we can yes. probably have you play a demo of that. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that sounds great. You know, I know it's going to be coming in the next few months, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, I've seen some footage, and what's cool is that you can either play as the counselors or as Jason, so. Oh, okay. You know, as, you know both both uh, game modes, and Ooh. plus also a, a, um, a story mode as well. Okay, I was going to say, when when you play as Jason and Counselors, is that like uh, player versus player over the internet? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's a, a multiplayer uh, scenario. Oh, that's really cool, man. Just the possibilities of that. I remember, do you remember when they like, were kind of first doing that on like the PlayStation 2 on dial-up? <laughs> yeah. It was like total doo-doo oh, butter. Oh, crap, you know? yeah. We just kind of knew that someday this would like, you know, mm -hmm. come around, you know? Yeah, you know, because the, the PC world kind of jumped into it, you know, at the beginning. And they were really going strong, you know, with the EverQuest oh, yeah. and World oh, of Warcraft kind of things and mm -hmm. things like that, like the precursors to it, you know? I remember playing an old Quake 2 game where you yeah. could change your character, and I remember I had a Beavis and Butthead skin. <laughs> I just thought that was so cool that, yeah. you know, you could, you could do that. I yeah. remember playing on the Battle.net, the original Warcraft, the real-time strategy oh, yeah. game. yeah, yeah, that was, that was a good one, too. So, yeah, it's really wild to see how, you know, far these... Uh, games have come mm -hmm. and yeah now yeah from uh from the comfort of your own home you're going to be able to either slash counselors <laughs> or play as a counselor trying to escape the uh you know war machine 
freaking blood, you know, chasing, you know, just brutal massacre, you know, Jason Voorhees. <laughs> well, it sounds pretty exciting. And, you know, I have to say, when it comes to pretty exciting, tonight is a night that we have got it on lock. Because coming up in our very first segment tonight, we're going to delve even further into the video game zone. Oh, yeah. We, we started to kind of, you know, give a little hints there. But, yeah, mm -hmm. we got some real video game news coming at you. Yeah, and we'll be looking at another very popular title that has a movie franchise tied into it. Awesome. And then a little bit later on after that, we're, we are going to educate all of the beautiful peoples out there on what genre of music is the type that is most likely to make people cheat. Ooh, so like, <laughs> you know, the most infidelity, I guess, or yeah. the one that causes the most infidelity. <laughs> you know it, and hopefully they're not going to be like something we play. You know, they're going to be like punk rock. <laughs> and like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But yeah, yeah so stick around if you want to find out that. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, as always, we're going to be sure to fill people's, you know, calendars up with some uh, awesome events that are going on around here in South Florida. Yeah. So we've got a lot going on today, but, you know, that's kind of the way it is for the Power Hour of Love. I wanted to take a quick moment to talk about, uh, you know, an unlucky time that I had, you know, kind of oh, okay. Friday the 13th. Yeah, considering know? it's Friday the 13th, the 13th being unlucky, you know, yeah. and all that. Okay, well, so tell know, me about some bad luck you've had. I remember it It was it was, a, it was quite a while ago, and it, it, many people probably know, but, you know, I used to play some bass in some, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you know, a local Florida band, and, uh, you know, we'd rock it, you know, on the weekends. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember we had been, you know, freaking... Uh, partying hard and and practicing hard all week we had a big show coming up yeah. on on saturday and like i said we were you know i was in high school at the time so i didn't really have a lot of money okay but you know um you know you would you would take care of your equipment and stuff like you know buy new amps buy you know new bass guitars and stuff but it just turned out at the time that either one of my bass had broken and i was, I was down to one bass oh okay and, you know, i was sitting there the night before and just kind of you know fiddling around with it and dude, totally like two of my strings broke on my bass. Oh. And you know, I <laughs> I didn't know what to do because you know nowadays it would just be like, oh, dude, what? No big deal. Go to Guitar Center and buy some, you know, new bass strings. You know, mm -hmm. but for one, they are probably just as expensive as they are now as they were then, mm -hmm. which are definitely not cheap. But I, you know, I didn't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> but also, there was no Guitar Center. Yeah. Like this, you know, like I said, this is going back some years, you know. Yeah, but, and that's really not something you can just go grab at Walmart or something. Exactly, you know? yeah, and there's no Amazon, pro well, even it was the day before, so I was mm -hmm. really sweating it, you know. So so how did you recover from this tragic well, you know, unluckiness? <laughs> the one thing that was cool about the bands is, uh, you know, you kind of had like this like brotherhood kind of thing going on. So mm -hmm. a lot of times, you know, you'd become friends with other, you know, bass players and drummers and stuff like that. So we totally went out to a warehouse where another band performed and I was talking to the bass player and I'm just like, dude, I'm really sweating it because, you know, I, I don't have this, you know, the, you know, the, my strings are busted, you know? Mm -hmm. And the guy was just like, oh, man, here, just use my bass tomorrow. You know, wow. and of course, of course, you know, it was kind of, you know, so it, it, while it was, it, but it was on Friday the 13th. Yeah. It was the actual, the day that, that the strings broke. But <laughs> I, I think it was actually technically Saturday the 14th when the guy gave me the guitar. So, you know, we were past <laughs> the point of, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, of it being that unlucky day. But I, I, I never forgot that, that that happened on on Friday the 13th. But luckily we had an awesome show and 
yeah, it, it all turned out well. Well, that's great. I'm glad that ultimately worked out for you there. But boy, that curse of Friday the 13th really bit you in the behind that It day, did, so. it did. I just, I had no way of getting, I mean, there was a few small music, I, I just mm-hmm. didn't have the money to go out and buy it either. So it was just, <laughs> you know, I was just, I was really in a tough spot. And, you know, one of my buddies, you know, really helped me out of a tough, tough situation. That's pretty awesome. Well, look, I'll share with you a time I had bad luck on Friday the 13th. I had actually been dating this girl for a long time. It was coming up close to like our six month anniversary, uh-huh. you know, and I knew that I was, I was out of town. You know, I was on vacation with my family and things like this. You know, I had gone to see, you know, my sister. She lives up in a different part of the country. And while I was there, I had bought this beautiful, like, diamond necklace kind of thing that had one of those garnets in it that looks like a, like a teardrop kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it was it looked like little teardrops coming off of the necklace there. And I was kind of like, ooh, they look like, like blood drops, you know? Because uh-huh. I knew that when I'd get back, it would be Friday the 13th. And uh-huh. I was like, and then I can be like, hey, you're celebrating our six-month anniversary. Here's this beautiful jewel. It looks like blood dripping necklace and all uh-huh. that. And then maybe we could give you other dripping necklaces. And it would be, like, really <laughs> nice, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, of course, like, I get into town and, you know, I call this girl up. And I'm kind of like, man, I haven't really talked to her all week, but I guess the whole week that we hadn't talked while I'd been away, she had been out talking to other people. Oh, oh no. And infidelity. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I went and I, I present her with this beautiful, you know, necklace that I got. And I told her like, yes, you know, El Bandito has the deepest of feelings for you. And she was like, I think we should not see each other, but I'm going to keep this necklace. <laughs> what? She kept it with, like as a gift? Yeah. yeah I hate when they like, do that. Oh, so that was pretty unlucky, and I certainly didn't get lucky. So, so she broke your heart on Friday the 13th. She did. Oh, man. Well, that, that's a real shame, man. But those are a couple of unlucky stories and situations that me and Senor Boyle have experienced, and we'd like to hear about all the unlucky situations you have experienced. Whether or not it was on Friday the 13th or some other time, feel free to share those stories with us on our Facebook page or at the power hour of love at gmail.com and we can read them here on the air and embarrass you in front of everyone. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Well, here, let's raise everybody's spirits with this great track from Random, the legendary Cool Keith and Word Burglar with Space Defense System. Situation snafu, alien racing, can at my rap crew to get them back. I got permission to do what I had to. The gear is 2300. I hunt kaiju who don't want to be hunted and stick long swords in their stomach. I'm a road beast, roll deep on your street at a slow creep and throw heat at those who oppose me. The intergalactic champ brandishing weapons through a narrow spectrum. All of my recon is dead. I reckon we all in, and I was crestfallen. But what happened in New New Orleans? A foreign alien ordinance is coming for it. They say they gon' drop the bomb. Looks like a job for Mega Ran and Dr. Octagon. Dr. Revan, choose any weapon, catch a space chick pregnant. My Nassau flight, aerodynamic adventure, Ultraman spectacular, giant aliens destroying monsters like lobsters. The Colossal region, I'm on a ship on the weekend, asteroids glide. She show her cleavage, just scooping the galaxy maneuver. 
I'm Jackie, I'm Stuart, rolling through the black hole and fluent with influence. Woke up from cryo sleep in a sonambulator, exposed to gamma rays, may grow antlers later. Horny in space, huh? Business as usual, used to play last starfighter at my cubicle before getting assigned to my team at 19. Now the finest machines are intertwined with my genes. I combine my mind to read alien thought patterns, which comes in handy if you don't want your spots flattered. But I'd rather star travel the heavenly clusters with space cougars like Beverly Crusher. So if the other crew start asking where are they, tell them the captain's log had a star date. Huh. Alien Raiders did not defense down. defense down Guess we're the last line of defense now, defense now. Scanners is tweaking cause it's intense now. intense now Tell them to give it up or get it down Get it down Get it down Tell them to give it up or get it down Get it down Get it down Tell them to give it up or get it down And that was Random Cool Keith and Word Burglar with Space Defense Team. Oh, man. Yeah, what an awesome track, man. You know, I mean, I love uh, Random and Word Burglar, but mm-hmm. for them to do a track with the famous Cool Keith, a.k.a. Dr. Otacon, <laughs> you know, that uh, that's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, that's like a trifecta right there. You know it, man. And you know what I heard is that the, uh, you know, the video for that, you know, except like one of those old star shooter kind of, you know, mm-hmm. arcade yeah. games. Like, they're actually trying to get it so that they could make a game like that that you'd be able to, like, play online or a mobile game. Oh, that's awesome. I would totally get it. I think Word Burglar's little icon for him with yeah. his hat turned sideways and stuff. Oh, it's perfect. Was, yeah, it was just it's so spot on. Like, the minute it came up, I didn't have to read his name. I was like, ha! Ah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and he was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm late. Traffic. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was very cool. And, um, yeah, I hope that comes together, you know. Oh, I, absolutely. I'd play it. <laughs> Heck yeah, yeah, I'll totally get that. You know, they have so many amazing games nowadays on uh the the indie forums you know oh on yeah xbox yeah. one on mm-hmm. steam you know oh yeah all, PlayStation. all the mobile yeah. things like even yeah. nintendo just released like a mario mobile game you know so Absolutely. it's like yeah it's yeah, yeah. They, they, they got a lot of great stuff there but i gotta give a shout out real quick to word burglar you know i'm such a big fan he's such a super nice guy um and man i loved the line the captain's log was on a star date. That's so good. <laughs> Absolutely, man. He's always laying it down with that oh, wordplay. Yeah. Hey, and speaking of video games, hey, it's about that time, isn't it? It is. It's time for everyone's favorite segment. Video Game Zone. All right, man. Well, you know, if you don't mind, I'll take the reins first here on the Video Game Zone, if that's cool. Go for it. I know we were kind of teasing everyone with a... Uh, Another major release that was coming out that had a tie into a movie. So why don't you let them in on what that is? Well, we got two big uh, things coming out in the Resident Evil franchise this month. First, on the uh, 24th, we have Resident Evil 7, Biohazard subtitle. It's very funny that, you know, it's probably the first time ever that the Resident Evil title and Biohazard are put together. Because I don't know if you know El Bandito, but Biohazard is the name of the Resident Evil games in Japan. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... so I was I did not know that. So it's it's very interesting. And then also, at the end of the month, that on January 28th, we have the, Resi- the final Resident Evil movie coming out. Yes, completing the series. 
um, that some people love and some people hate. It's it's definitely a diversifying uh, film saga there. But yeah, the the final chapter is what they've titled the last Resident Evil movie that's going to be coming out. And you know, I remember just a few weeks ago we saw Mia Jovovich on New Year's Rock and Eve giving yep. a shout out to her family and stuff. She was and there, yep. Yeah, you know, she's just been such a phenomenal actress. And you know, whether or not you really think those movies tie into the video game series, which they kind of wildly don't, and <laughs> yeah, just have some similarity thing. You sure. know, I've always thought they were awesome movies, like regardless of what they were tied to, because there are so many other franchises that are like, if you watch the Blood Rain movie <laughs> and play the game, you're like, what the fuck were they even? Th-? I mean, even the Super Mario Brothers movie with John Leguizamo oh. and Bob Hoskins, you're kind of like. It was what the so, fuck were you doing? <laughs> yeah, it was like completely different to anything that was. It, it, like you're right. At least there was a lot of elements from the games mm-hmm. in the movies. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and not yeah. only that, but the movie was good. If you titled it something besides Resident Evil, it'd still be a super oh, fun movie. Sure. You know? And I mean, really, if they did a a, a to scale movie of Resident Evil, like mm-hmm. everyone just be like, oh, that's just like a rip off of like you know Walking Dead or Night mm-hmm. of the Living Dead, like. You know, there were, there were so many things in that movie that were playing off of think pop culture sure. or things that people already used to. They, they had to change it up. Yeah, you know? and so so much of the original two games was all the puzzle solving and everything sure. like that. And that's kind of difficult to bring to the big screen. Oh, yeah. So I thought kind of the idea of, you know, the lead character, Alice, kind of putting the puzzle together of what the shit happened. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought was a nice t- sure. take on it. But, hey, to each their own. And, you know, speaking of, like, the puzzles of, of the, like, the earlier games, mm-hmm. I did recently get a chance to try the demo for Resident Evil 7. Ooh, nice. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. I think we should have you play that, like, live on the Power Hour because... Nice. Let me tell you, I played it at, at midnight in complete darkness on my <laughs> TV and it's it's all done through first person. Nice. You know, there's no third person. Wow. Okay. So that's very new. And I have to say that you know, the feeling of unsettlement that you get while you're playing with it, you're playing the game. Yeah. It, it, is it? It really makes you uncomfortable because <laughs> it's it's not one of those things where it's just like oh jump scare. Like I mean, okay. they really do play. You know, I was playing it on a headset too, so it's like mm. you know, it's in my ears. I'm hearing like yeah. all these weird noises. And not to spoil anything of the of the demo, but in the game you actually kind of do this like almost like a time hop, you mm-hmm. know. But it's very unique on how they do it. But okay. certain things you do in the past can change what you do in the future. Oh, okay. so it has like I don't want to say a time travel element because it's not time travel, but you influence things. So it, it, that's like the puzzle part. Sure. You know, if you leave something in the past, it might be there, in the, you know, stuff sure, like that. Sure. So it was cool, but yeah, scare element. Oh, it was, it's good. <laughs> I, I'm not even going to say anything else as far as that, but yeah, I think they're definitely bringing it back to the roots of being like a, you don't know what the hell's going on, mm-hmm. you know, not like, Oh, okay. It's definitely gonna be some virus and stuff. You, you don't, sure. I mean, you get in this thing and you're just like, there's some really weird shit happening. I have no idea why, but now I gotta, I gotta like, escape this like Louisiana <laughs> farmhouse where like these crazy like you know family people kind of hunting you mm-hmm. so yeah it's it's I, I I'm I'm excited after playing the demo I'm I'm very excited to see what they do with it so. yeah I'll definitely have to check it out I'd, oh. I'd love to take a crack at it make sure you wear and <laughs> make sure you have a change of uh, pants <laughs> while you do it and there's definitely some ties to the other Resident Evil games that's why I know a lot of people were worried about was that this was like a new direction or a reboot no, there's definitely this is definitely a sequel to the other one. So very cool. Yeah, so it was it was a lot of fun. 
you know, like you said, we have uh, you know Resident Evil game coming out. We got the movie coming out. We also got some you know indie titles coming out for like PC and like some like you said like on the Xbox One mm-hmm. and, and the PS4. Uh, one in particular that I've been kind of following is this game called Night in the Woods. Okay, which it's it's more of a take on you play this cat and <laughs> it's in an anamorphic world where he I can't remember if it's a he or she but they get you know um, kicked out of college and they okay. come home and when they come home like things are not exactly how they should be and so it's kinda... it's like a cat person though it's yes. not like a cat cat like yeah they're you... animal you know so they they they, yeah. they they you know they walk and they talk and gotcha. stuff like that. okay but yeah you pretty much travel through these woods and, and <laughs> kind of meet all these different kind of characters it may it, it seems very reminiscent to like the old like point and click games mist and stuff mm. like that but it is uh you're not like first person you're um, okay you're, you're uh moving an actual character around. okay so should be pretty interesting it, it was crowdfunded in two 2013 through Kickstarter. It just recently had its release on January 10th, so definitely go out there and check it out. I'm not sure if there's a demo or not, but I'm sure it's going to be a couple dollars for... Sure, sure. Know. That's awesome that the whole thing was crowdfunded yeah. you know, on Kickstarter, and all the way back in 2000, what was it, the first thing on Kickstarter ever? <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, you know, sometimes these things take a little while, <laughs> you know? But I've actually been playing a couple indie games. Uh, there's one game out right now called Virginia... Mm. That uh, you play this uh, female investigator. There's no dialogue, huh. but the story and the actions kind of tell the story nice. as you move along. Very different kind of concept, but also very Twin Peaks, <laughs> from like the early, like you know, uh, the early '90s kind of okay. feel. You know, like you're investigating a murder and stuff, but just just the way it uses like movements and you know, th- like actual set dressing is like you know, to tell the story is very cool. So okay. that's definitely a recommendation I have. Um, you know, Steam, w- with their, their holiday sale, I got to grab a lot of things I haven't had a chance to try yet. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'll, I'll be sure to report on those as they come through. Very cool. I think I've kind of hogged up most of the video game zone for this, this uh, week, but uh, I think it's time for our next uh, musical break. That sounds good. Why don't we cue it up with Scold? Better the devil. Ah, uh, do I feel happy in life? Um, um let's see.
And that was Scold with Better the Devil. What'd you think of that track, El Bandito? Oh, that was a pretty good track right there. I, I actually really like that. That's totally the kind of uh, music that, you, you know, you just want to put on and just like have dirty, filthy, fucking sexy times with someone, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it definitely does, uh, you know, get a lot of airplay like in like a lot of those uh you know fetish clubs and stuff Ooh, like yeah. that yeah you know industrial rock itself mm-hmm. is always kind of you know lended to that more darker side of things you know and tim scold you know the leader of scold he uh you know <laughs> you know he uh, he's been around for quite a while you know mostly known for his time with kmfdm but then also nice with marilyn manson oh yeah um, so he's like tapped into that vein you oh know? absolutely and here's a really cool little tidbit that kind of ties in with what we were talking about with the video game zone uh tim scold and marilyn manson really first worked together on the original Resident Evil soundtrack. Oh, very cool. So that's actually how they got to know each other, like closer. I mean, of course, Marilyn Manson knew he, who Tim Scold was for his time with KMFDM, mm-hmm. but that was the first time they really kind of collaborated and which eventually led for him to being like the bass player and uh, a producer of a lot of his albums. So 
See, now look at that for all you beautiful people out there that wonder, like, man, why do they choose the songs that they do? <laughs> there's always a reason, man. <laughs> oh, there's always, yeah, there's a method to our madness, you know. <laughs> but definitely uh, everyone can check out uh, Tim Scold's new album, with Scold, you know, titled With Scold. You know, uh, it's The Undying. It was released earlier last year, but it's still a great track, especially for all the industrial rock slash metal fans out there. You know, you can, you can find it on you can find it on iTunes and all those other good places. Well, you know, being that that's the kind of like BDSM anthem right there, uh, it makes me wonder where exactly does that lie in the genre of music <laughs> oh, that, that cl- most makes people cheat. Oh, man. So we're going to our infidelity segment here. Yeah. Infamous. Now, <laughs> now, see, but that begs the question, though. Like, if you're having kind of sexy time orgies with lots of people, is that really cheating? I mean, come on. No, it's not, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess if, like, both partners are, you know, yeah. okay with it or probably involved in a lot of those cases. I'm not saying everyone who listens to industrial music is definitely into all that stuff. But sure. it just lends... I don't know if it's the mood of the music or, or, or the beats and stuff, but a lot of times, yeah, if you go into those clubs, you're going to be hearing stuff like Skull, Jenna Tortures, Marilyn yeah. Manson. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. Because I'm not like a super BDSM guy, but uh-huh. you play that, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to tie some bitch up and choke her. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be in With her to- consent, I don't want... <laughs> 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 Most of it. Well, you know, let me ask you all, Bandito, for, for our list of... Uh, genres of music rank highest to lowest as far as causing inf- you know infidelity mm-hmm. <laughs> what uh what do you want to hear you want to hi- the highest to lowest or lowest to highest Ooh, that's a good question you know because part of me wants to say like you know i'd like to the the more important of that is to be like what are the songs that they won't cheat so i can look for a partner that doesn't like that you know? <laughs> or I can go the other way and say, no, I want to know the ones that they do cheat. So if the partner that I'm with is listening to that, I can be like, ooh, you bastard. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, why don't we go classic and we will say the highest last. The highest last? Okay. So the lowest, and this is, you know, like the the least likely to cheat. Mm -hmm. is polka, right? It's got to be polka. (laughs) Well, you know, like I said, there's only select, you know, kind of genres on here. So polka would probably fall somewhere in here. Okay. But uh, actually the lowest level genre of music that people would that they find that people cheat is actually heavy metal heavy metal really surprisingly wow, okay. yeah you know and we're yeah. talking like you know judas priest iron maiden heavy metal not so much like you know the industrial metal i'm not sure you know, as I, I, I would say this would be like your you know like which, classic metal yeah you know? i yeah. mean it's funny when you got bands like you know van halen uh-huh. and motley crew which you know girls 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 but yeah. you know i guess they're like you know, yeah, girls, girls, girls. When we're single, but you know, once we're tied down, and it's like, <laughs> okay, we gotta be, we gotta, we gotta be straight now. You know. Well, that's good. That's good to know. All right, the next less likely to cheat falls into indie rock. Indie which, rock, okay. Which kind of makes sense when you think about, yeah. like, you know, uh, garage yeah. band guys yeah. who have a steady girlfriend since they were in high school, or even like emo. You know, where like these guys have, had, or guys or girls have had their hearts broken so many times. Like, we just can't cheat, you know. And stuff sure, like sure. That. Is indie rock and emo kind of? One yeah, thing? I would, I would say that that emo mm, would okay. fall under indie. You know, it, it's yeah. like, you know, it's it's really hard to classify. Sure. You know, like what's exactly 
rock and mm-hmm. what's like indie, you know. But I would say like a lot of stuff like um, yeah, you not know, a lot of people uh, listen to the emo songs, so I would say that's it classifies them as indie. Right? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, a lot you know guys around like in Florida that aren't into like the hardcore metal or mm-hmm. something like that. That'd be like your more like acoustic and stuff like that. Sure. Those would be considered like indie bands. Okay. So. Okay, so they're, they're the, the, the second less likely. Okay. All right, third, which just I think would fall into like the scold category, is is electronica. Nice, Which okay. surprises me, you know, when you think about all the drugs and stuff that <laughs> yeah, are tied yeah. together with You think that. they'd be inadvertently cheating all the time, but I think that boils back to what I was saying before, that those people are just having wild sex parties, so <laughs> exactly. they can sleep no with whoever they want, they're and yeah, like, it's not infidelity. Didn't count, right? They're just like, yeah, it, doesn't, it, it can't be cheating if both of us fucked them, you know? Yeah, the next on the list is just rock and roll. Rock so and I guess we're just classic. talking about, yeah, you're yeah. classic. That's because all those people are old now, so yeah. they don't cheat anymore. <laughs> the next would be reggae. Reggae. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, you know, we're getting closer to the middle of the list. Sure. So that's at like the, the 5% mark, mm-hmm. you know? So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, yeah, that strikes me as a little odd, but I guess yeah. it's the kind of thing. One where, love, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That they wouldn't <laughs> cheat because of one love, yes, but yeah. also because they're probably just baked off their ass. It's hard to go find a new girl. When you're just <laughs> that's out, true. Right? A little, you know, just want to chill. Chilling by the Hollywood side. <laughs> yeah. The, ne- the next one would be blues. Blues. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. What's well, good? Just good. Yeah, because uh, the heartbroken, sad people. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. Then uh, classical music. That's kind of higher on the list yeah. than I would have thought. But I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. But think of it this way: in the olden times, a king always had a mistress and stuff That's like that. That's true. It That's was kind true. of more appropriate to have a, a, a um, you know, an extra hand. Sure. <laughs> so to speak. The next on the list is rap. Rap, rap music, yeah, you okay. know, you know. See, but that doesn't surprise me. I would think there would be a lot of cheating going on. I saw yeah. Eight Mile. I know what's up. And that's what I'm saying. We're getting <laughs> we're getting closer to the top. There's like four more four more genres to okay. go. So I mean, that's definitely still halfway. You know, it's like at the halfway. But that's point. a little more than halfway. But okay. Yeah. So the next would be country music. Oh, you, yeah. you dug my key and threw this side. <laughs> yeah, they don't have all those revenge songs for nothing in country music. So. That, this is true. You know, the girl left them and yeah. all the other. I mean, yeah. you know, you know it kind of kind of makes sense. Well, that makes sense. All right, next up is pop. Pop music. Pop music. Yeah, yeah. I guess, you know. That's because, like, uh, you know, that's that scene, man. It's Those people are very... You know, always at the club kind of thing. Yeah, and, yeah. They're know, always dancing. They're, they're yeah. just looking to fuck. For the pop music people just want to fuck all the time. Well, that's what they're saying. You, you think about some of the songs and, you know, yeah. like, it just It's like my the... favorite genre of music. What do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> this is true. But there's two more that are higher than this. Oh, but okay. Man, the... I can't even think of two other genres of music. Are you right? This one's going to oh, make... Hold on. Is is one of them disco? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not even on You're going to okay. like this one. Are okay. you ready for number two? Yeah, tell, hit me with it. Salsa. Salsa. <laughs> 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 the second most likely to cheat. Oh, man, that's know? because inside the heart of every Latin man beats the rhythm of the salsa. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes you seek out women's like a... Do you want to hear the number one most uh, likely to cheat genre? Is it also racist or no? <laughs> no, I wouldn't say it's racist. It's surprising. But then when I think about certain things, I'm like, okay, I can kind of see that. Okay, let's, let's see. Drum roll. Brrr. 
It's jazz music. Jazz music. Jazz. Oh, man. But, you know, when you think about it, you know, these people that, you know, they go listen to jazz, you know, mm-hmm. and all that jazz. You know, think about Chicago, like how much, like, you know, infidelity is tied around that. You know what I sure. mean? Sure. Like, there's some, you know. I, I, you know. It's just, it always struck me that jazz was, like, smooth, you know. It's yeah. it's a it's like a player's music, you know. Well, you know, it's like, do 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 You know, it's like, it has, like, a little bit of an upbeat, too. Yeah. So these people are dancing, you know. That's true. So I guess the... the the problem with jazz is that it is kind of a smooth player sort of music, uh-huh. but they never really address the you should break up with someone first yeah. before you move on to your That's next That's true. Conquest. It is. I just slide right in. <laughs> exactly. You know? I mean, you know, you got to think like in some of these genres, you know, like you said, the country music, you know, the revenge mm-hmm. songs. You know, rap music I think is so low because uh, you know most most of the people that listen to that have guns, so they probably just shoot somebody. Uh, but um, you know, <laughs> nice. I mean, they just you know they really, they sing a lot about guns. I mean, think about heavy metal. Usually sure. they're talking about swords and shit. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna stab thee. You know, I know. And then rock and roll. I mean, of course, there's plenty yeah. of rock songs that that you know do deal with sex and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's just I guess it's just nowadays a lot lower on the list. But I was very surprised that jazz, but salsa. I can totally see it. I've Whatever. Seen... You trying to suggest something about the average Latin man? No, I'm just saying. I mean, they, <laughs> it, 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 you could just hear it in the music. You're just like, man, like you can just tell that's you know, some banging tunes. You know? Okay, so just to recap, so the, the highest one is jazz. Yes. So if you have a jazz listener in your home, they're very likely to cheat on you, right? <laughs> exactly. And then what was the lowest one again? Heavy metal. Heavy metal, yes. So for all the death heads out there, hold your head up high and get it on the sly, because they're never going to suspect you now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, El Bandito. Well, with that being said, here's our next musical break of the night. We got K-Flay with Blood in the Cut. The boy I love's got another girl. He might be fucking her right now. If I was smart, I'd make it far, but I'm still at the start. Guess I'm contagious. It'd be safest if you ran. Fuck, that's what they all just end up doing in the end. Take my car and paint it black. Take my arm, break it in half. Say something, do it soon. It's too quiet in this room. I need noise. I need the buzz of a sub. Need the crack of a whip. Need some blood in the cup. I need noise. I need the buzz of a sub. Some blood. 
And that was Kay Flay with Blood in the Cut. What did you think of that track, El Bandito? Ooh, I like that song a lot, senor. You know, you were telling me about this song earlier, and I didn't realize it was a beautiful and sexy woman. Absolutely, man. Yeah, Kay Flay comes from uh, San Francisco, California. Ooh, those California girls, man, you know it. That's why they always make that. They have like 30 songs about California girls, you know? <laughs> this is true. I, I was with a California girl one time, and I'll definitely add, yeah. yeah, I say that that song is, is pretty <laughs> awesome. But uh, yeah, uh, a real uh, funny history of Kay Flay. She actually uh, got her start with MC Lars. Oh, you know, cool. Out there. Well, I, you know, they, they toured together and they actually recorded a whole EP, like with nice. both of them rapping about stuff. And <laughs> so that was actually the first time I ever heard of her, you mm-hmm. know, like so I, I followed her for a while, like, you know, on, on Facebook and listening to some tracks as they've come out. But I just read that actually she performed at the Vans Warp Tour in 2014. Nice. And then she all, she did some tracks with Snoop Dogg. Ooh. And actually now she just recently signed to Interscope Records. All right. Well, hey, I guess we'll be hearing a lot more from her soon. Oh, I think a lot of people are too. So <laughs> definitely it's kind of cool knowing that, you know, I listened to her like Years ago with MC Lars kind of doing uh, their thing. Uh, 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 are, you, are you going all hipster on us here? <laughs> I, I used to listen to K-Flay before she was cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying, I, I don't think I've ever really, like, besides, like, you know, old school, like, Manson and stuff like mm-hmm. that before it, like, really took off, you know, just because of my friends who were a little older than me were mm-hmm. like, hey, you got to listen to this and corn and all that stuff. Like, <laughs> it, it just, it's kind of cool to be like, oh, this is just somebody random. Mm-hmm. Not random, but you know, <laughs> someone at random that I just kind of listened to over throughout the years, but now sure. she's really taken off. So good for her. Oh, definitely. And I really liked the cut of that track too. It was really good. It had that kind of loungy feel, mm-hmm. you know, that you could just chill while you're listening to that, you know, maybe I, working on the computer or something. It kind of sounded a little so. bit like jazz. <laughs> <laughs> now we know why she's got some blood in the cut. Oh, <laughs> oh man! Well, here let, let, let's let's <laughs> let's tell everybody else how they can get some blood in the cut with some upcoming events in South Florida. Yeah, considering tomorrow is uh, you know Friday the thirteenth, they just might. That's true. They might get some blood in the cuts. <laughs> <laughs> so just make sure to keep your skills up as you head on down to Patty Cassidy's in Cocoa Beach. They're going to be having an excellent quartet up there playing. They have Lazarus, Ghetto Zombies, October's Flame, and Swearwolf, which is probably one of the coolest like horror-themed names I've ever heard. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> man. I'm pretty good friends with the guy in Swearwolf, and he he definitely fits right into the horror-punk genre, so I'm really <laughs> glad that he's doing his thing. And, you know... Not to reveal too much, but he's also helped putting on the show. So, nice. Yeah, I think you know, it would be great for us to head on up there and give him some support. Yeah, definitely. We'll have to show some love and try to avoid any knife-wielding maniacs while we're there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to go, uh, that show starts at 9 p.m. up at Patty Cassidy's in Cocoa Beach. Absolutely. It's going to be a blast. All right, and just after that, on the very next day, if you manage to survive, <laughs> January 14th on Saturday... Riff Raff will be playing down at the Kelsey Theater. Oh, Riff Raff. You know, the, I'd say probably his most well-known song is that song, Cocaine. Or, you know, was out all night on cocaine. You know, like, I, yep. you know, and yes, yeah, so, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be lots of wild stuff, but hopefully not too much cocaine <laughs> going on. And the Kelsey Theater is a really nice place to 
to be having a bunch of cocaine antics. Hey, it is South Florida, you know? That's true, though, yeah. I, I think I read it one time that the way he spells it is, like, different. So, I don't know, maybe to him, cocaine. I'm, I'm pretty sure that guy's on cocaine. He's probably talking about Coca-Cola and stuff. It's okay. But, uh, but yeah, that show will be down at the Kelsey Theater. It's uh, $20 at the door. It starts at 7 p.m., and it will also be featuring Dollar Bill Gates. Oh, okay. And a couple other acts, too. So, awesome. Um, they said they do have a limited number of meet-and-greet tickets available, and they will be $50. Oh, okay. So you get to actually meet up. You might be able to meet Riff Raff and, I don't know, maybe I, do some coaching. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not. Or yeah. bring your own for him. <laughs> yeah, he'd probably appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, it would be interesting to see. You know, definitely uh, – do you remember a few years ago, he was the one that was all like, I want to blow up big and not, you know, forget everybody. And he has like the <laughs> grill and so I, I remember there was an internet video that was going mm-hmm. around with him on it. But anyhow, yeah, definitely be interesting to see Riff Raff in South Florida. <laughs> and if you get a load of that and have room for a little more, uh-huh. the following Friday on January 20th, Morbid Movies will be at it again. What movie are they showing this time? Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Oh, man. That one still gives me nightmares. <laughs> yeah, I think pretty much all of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies give me nightmares, <laughs> mostly because of their bad production. But, <laughs> oh. hey, but they're still iconic <laughs> movies. They're classic. And considering Wes Craven made them for like a dollar, you know? <laughs> I was going to say, don't go knocking Wes Craven, R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I shouldn't say anything. but Because he gave us such iconic, beautiful stuff. And that's what I mean, though. It's, a, it's the same thing like uh, James Cameron. Sure. You know, when he made the first Terminator movie, he made it on a shoestring budget. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Sam Sam Raimi, same thing, making Evil Dead, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's still fun to go back and look and see how far they've come, you oh, know, and the yeah. amazing productions that they did later on compared to their first movies like that. Well, I was going to so. say, too, you know, Night- Nightmare 3, I mean, that's where, like, they finally start giving, like, the human or the, the regular people some powers to fight Freddy because... Mm-hmm. Let's face it, like, for the other two movies, he was kind of just kicking everybody's ass. So, like, we had kind of, like, balanced the battle. But I always thought that one was really, you know, because he was, like, in the mirrors and mm-hmm. shit. And, like, he turns into the big snake thing and tries yeah. to eat the girl. I mean, it, it was definitely very clever. It had yeah. some clever little little new twists on the on the character and all. Plus, there was the D&D kid that, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Freddy kind of beat his ass. But still, <laughs> it was still kind of funny that you know, he was trying to be a wizard and stuff. So... Yeah, definitely. Everyone yeah. go down and check. So what yeah, time if, does that if, kick off? Uh, it kicks off at 9.30 p.m. Again, that's at the movies at Lake Worth. So if you've never seen it on the big screen, head on down and see A Nightmare on Elm Street 3. It's going to be on the big screen at a big movie theater there at the movies at Lake Worth. Um, it's $10, so it's not even terribly expensive for a movie oh, yeah. nowadays. I mean, most of the time you go to some... It's 58 bucks to go see a freaking movie. Absolutely. But especially you bring a girl and then she wants to bring her little friend and you don't <laughs> want to say no and you all kind of want to go to the... But anyways, I digress, you know? But uh, yeah, so Morbid Movies presenting Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Friday, January 20th, Movies at Lake Worth, $10, 9.30, go see it or it will haunt you. In your dreams. <laughs> Well, definitely, man. Well, yeah, you know, like you said, what, what, you know, we got Friday the thirteenth, you know, coming up uh, tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know, and then you know, Freddy's coming on the twentieth. But you know, I'm sure some channel will be doing like a Friday the thirteenth marathon, <laughs> you know, where they yeah. show them all, you know. And I mean, you know, watching rewatching that first movie, it, it, it is pretty good you know yeah. i mean it's kind of like you know because it, 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 there's not a lot of the supernatural element sure brought into it yet but from what i understand the upcoming video game 
you can play as different versions of Jason. Oh, you know, okay. like him from like part two. And so it's like, I want to be Jason X. Oh <laughs> yeah. He might be in there too, but yeah, he'll have like different powers. Cool. So whoever you, which Jason you face is kind of, you know, that's how they're yeah, going to keep it. It sounds like a great yeah. game. I, I'm, I think it's I'm really cool. excited about it. You know, you know that uh, yeah, I'm sure those guys over at like new line cinema, like they're going to be like, all right, how do we do this with Freddie now? <laughs> you know, try to, Of course. That's the way all the studios are, you know? Absolutely, man. But that's okay because we love it. You know, we, we, we will just we'll keep eating it up. That's fine. You sure. Know? Well, as you, long as they make them good, you know. Well, like you said, I mean, uh, you know, that old Friday the Thirteenth game wasn't very well, well received. I mean, I sure. liked it because it was one of the games I owned, mm-hmm. so it was kind of like I just played it a lot. Yeah, but, but that, that was yeah. the difference on NES was you had no idea what a game was. You had to spend forty nine dollars <laughs> to get something that you thought sucked, but Absolutely. you played the shit out of it because you spent fifty bucks on it. You know. Sure. And, and fifty I, bucks in nineteen ninety was like two thousand dollars today. <laughs> oh, absolutely! And they were making video games out of everything, so mm-hmm. every movie, everything. I mean, it almost became like radioactive. <laughs> and actually, hey, speaking of which, here's our last musical break of the night. Here we have Nightcore with their cover of Radioactive.
that was Nightcore with Radioactive. Well, El Bandito, I know that that's one of your favorite songs. So what did you think of that version? That was good. I really, I like the, the female version. I like a, a girl's voice doing it. I think is really good. Mm-hmm. But I have to say the one thing that kind of hung me up was the tempo. They kind of sped up the tempo a little sure, too much. sure. For me, because, you know, the reason I like that song so much is because for whatever reason, right, uh, it totally, like, makes me think of Fallout. Every time I listen to it, the guy in the respirator, that kind of slow-paced trudging through the wasteland, like you're in almost depleted power armor. You know, it always sort of had that feel. And I normally play a woman's in my Fallout game because, you know, if I'm going to play half the game third-person I might as well stare at a beautiful woman's, but you know, so the female voice kind of, I thought, oh boy, that's going to lend right to it to me. Sure, but sure. The, they sped it up. They kind of took out the industrialness of the song uh-huh. and made it more of a contemporary song as opposed sure. to the kind of, you know, industrial sort of sound that the original had. It, it so, almost uh, had more of a pop. Yeah. Kind of sound yeah. And that it, in a sense kind of lost the magic that I connected to it with. So Sure, sure. So, you know, definitely uh, same on mine where, you know, listening to it you know it's good it's a good performance yeah. but yeah just you know even the original song definitely has just a certain something that you know mm-hmm. like, like especially like you said thinking of it from like the fallout setting and stuff like that yeah. you're right like you while the first one you could totally like in, inter you know integrate into the fallout game if you heard it playing you'd be mm-hmm. like oh this is good this is fit. like that wouldn't you'd be like what did I just walk into? Or you know? No doubt. So, I mean, hey, great vocalist. Yeah. You know, I would totally say Salami <laughs> because that's apparently what everyone else did in the comments of the video. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know that what that all. means. <laughs> yeah. But I would, it sounds like I would give her the Salami. So, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. Well, hey, you know, you know, like you said, it was definitely a good product. But, you know, we got to talk about, you know, the upcoming weeks, man. We we got a new episode of Power Hour every week now. Mm-hmm. You know, here on Podunk Radio at, at 10 p.m. So be sure to tune in with us next week at the same time. Absolutely. So this is going to be every Thursday for the entire year of 2017. We're going to be at you with a brand new episode at 10 p.m. So make sure to tune in. And we're going to be trying out all sorts of new segments and things like that as the year progresses to find out what everyone really enjoys and what you guys want from us. Absolutely. You know, because we just want to give it to you all the time in every way that we can. But whatever way works best for you is always good to know as well. So make sure to hit us up on our Facebook page. You can hit us up at the Power Hour of Love at gmail.com and send us your feedback and let us know what's up with you. You know, or if you want to ask us a question about some love advice, we are like the Power Hour of Love here. Yes. We're all about spreading the love and you know we like to put it out there that we are kind of romantic experts. <laughs> we definitely have the skills. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <right. laughs> so yeah, hit us up with any questions you may have or comments that you may have about you know your sexual experiences or your relationships or your views on life, and we will do our best to answer that in some of the segments that we have throughout the year because in a lot of ways that's the main function of the Power Hour is to reach the people, to spread the love, and to get people together. Absolutely. And same thing if there's any musicians out there, you'd like to have some of your tracks played on power, hit us up at that same email address and we'll get them on here. Yeah. So that's the power hour of love at gmail.com and we can spread the love. Absolutely. El Bandito. Well, I think it's about that time that we get out of here. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, 
We're getting kind of radioactive. <laughs> you know it's in yours, so maybe I'll go ahead and... Uh... Or... Like we said earlier, catch us next week at 10 p.m. Thursday night, new power hour. Everyone, stay safe. Have a good one. Only on Podunk Radio. Yeah. I don't understand. Things were going so great. What happened? Something must have happened. It's not you. It's me. Uh, listen. I was thinking... We should break up or whatever. I am breaking up with you. Consider that a divorce. My name is Riff Raff. I'm not a good musician, but I think that might be a strength because it stops you being clever. I, I don't really mind what happens to it, as long as people remember it. And uh, I always used to say, when, when you're acting, it's just B-movie acting. And when you're singing, it's your rock and roll dreams come true. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs>